Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sports Goons Radio. I'm your host, Smitty Bridgewater. We're back. Um, it's funny. I was supposed to do a show last week, but I was busy. And I was supposed to talk about three quarterbacks. I was supposed to talk about um, Andrew Luck, Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers. I even made a graphic about it. But three quarterbacks has replaced those guys. Let's talk about Eli Manning. Drew Brees and Cameron Newton. What are what is going on with these guys? All right, let's start with Drew Brees. Monday night was absolutely atrocious. Yeah, they scored twenty five points and he still put up his stats and yards, but it just, the Saints just seemed lifeless. Yes, their defense stinks. But Drew Brees, he's his father time is catching up. He has caught up. And it looks the part. Yes, he's gonna do his breeze things, but a lot of time he was skipping balls. Uh they called a lot of plays for short screens, short slants, where he got the ball out of his hand real quick. Um, uh, you didn't see him really push the ball down the field. He had Brandon Cooks, even though True Funt was on him, Willie Sneak were hurt, but he still had guys. He's always had guys. He's never really had one dominant guy besides Jimmy Graham. And Kobe Flynn, he, he played all right. But it just seems like father time is caught up and the end of the Saints are near. Whether they fire Sean Payton remains to be seen. We know this is what I think next year will be Drew Brees last year in New Orleans. Me personally, it needs to be before that. At the end, uh, the way his contract set up, I, I don't know how they got it out. I don't know. What the details are, just know he signed the extension for what $24 million combined, 20, $44 million left this year and next year. But they need to draft a quarterback, and they need to draft one soon. It's over. I mean, the Falcons' defense is not great, but they made Drew Brees look very normal. He looked very normal. Mark Ingram made the game close, but Drew Brees so far this season, they're 0-3. He didn't throw a touchdown versus the Giants, okay? The first game of the season, he, he threw a lot of yards against the, the Raiders. The Raiders got one of the worst secondaries in the league. But it's, their schedule's going to get tougher, it's going to get harder, and Brees going to get worse. Moving on to New York, speaking of which, who's getting worse, the Giants are 2-1 right now. But if you're a Giants fan, keep it real with yourself. You look at this offense, you look at the wide receivers they have. Sterling Shepard, Victor Cruz, Odell Beckham. They are electric wide receivers. And they didn't score a touch. They did not score a touchdown um, versus the Saints. It was a field goal fest. Okay. Kirk Cousins outplayed Eli Manning. Eli Manning threw two bad interceptions in that game versus the Redskins. One in the red zone and the other one to clinch the game. Vintage Eli. I mean, since that Super Bowl, he has done absolutely nothing. Yes, his brother retired. Eli may be on the way out. And if you're a Giants fan... And you see Carson Wentz in Philadelphia, Dak Prescott in Dallas. You got to face these guys 10 years. 
you got to face these guys for the next 10 years. We look at the Giants, we see one or two more years left. They another one have to draft a quarterback. Their schedule is going to get tough. They have to play Minnesota in their rockish crowd on Monday Night Football. They got to travel to Green Bay coming up. I mean, it's going to be tough. And Eli Manning has to play better. You have Odell Beckham. You have Victor Cruz who's coming back. He looks electric. Sterling Shepard. And we can't and we can't dominate guys. Josh Norman beat the Giants. He frustrated them. Yes, Odell had seven catches, 101 yards, but you saw how Odell was acting up on the sidelines and Eli tried to come and go and calm him down. And Odell went off. Rightfully so. To be honest with you. Terrible interceptions. Terrible. Yes, the Giants are two and one. But look at the wins. They beat the rookie quarterback in his first game period by one point, 2019. It wasn't even that Prescott fault. Terry Williams didn't go out of bounds to give Bailey a tip. And he threw and he threw an interception in that game. He committed the only turnover against the Saints. He stunk it up. Redskins, he stunk it up. Against the Vikings on Monday night, the team he has pretty much the worst success against. He absolutely stinks against the Vikings. And guess what? The purple people eaters on that defense, they're coming, and they're going to eat him alive again. I'm just keeping it real. It's not, a, it's not about fandom. It's not trolling. I'm just being honest. The Giants, with those weapons at wide receivers, they got to get them somebody who's mobile, who can get out the pocket, and deliver the football accurately. Accurately. That leads me to my third quarterback, Cameron Newton. What the hell has happened? Last year, we dabbing. We handing the ball to the stands. We're dancing. We're happy-go-lucky. This year, we're resorting back to 2011, rookie year Cam Newton. Simple mistakes. Frustrated in the pocket. Receivers dropping passes. O-line not blocking. But he has to play better. Cam Newton is the biggest front runner in all of sports. The biggest. When things are going well, he makes things great. When things are going bad, he makes things worse. <coughs> I mean, I don't know if it if it's the him in the, in the Kaepernick situation that he come in on the things going in Charlotte, but whatever it is, he's not playing good football. The Minnesota Vikings flat out whooped the Carolina Panthers' ass in every phases of the game. Carolina offense gave the ball up. Sam Bradford threw for 170 yards, I think, and they won the game. Jared McKinnick was the starting running back. Laquan Treadwell was hurt. I think Khalil on the offensive line was hurt. Minnesota offense was depleted, and they still won the game. That's no excuse. You at home, and even against the 49ers, he made some big plays, but he was still leaving plays out there. His mechanics are getting worse. 
He's not stepping in the throws. It's always been the case. Last year, he was hitting them. This year, he's not. Yes, it's week three. They got a chance to turn around, but Carolina, their offense doesn't scare anybody. Benjamin, he's still a stud, but he was held without a catch last week. How do you not register one catch? Not even a screen pass. And it just seems, though, that they followed their leader. When things are good, they're happy, they're dancing, they're clapping, they're high-fiving. When things are bad, it seems like the whole team got a towel over their head. And I tell you what, they play the Falcons this Sunday. It's not going to be easy at all. I got the Falcons beating Carolina Sunday. Okay? I just don't, I don't see it with, with the Carolina Panthers. I don't, I don't see this, this aura about them. Okay? I, I don't see it. Yes, their defense is still pretty good. They still have a pretty good defense, but their secondary is trash. I don't even know who's in the secondary. Kurt Coleman, I think. And they've been getting bombed on. They've been getting beat up all year long. And it's going to continue on Sunday until they fix it. So Eli, Drew, Cam, they better get it together quick, fast, in a hurry, or they, their season may be in the <laughs> But let's talk about three good quarterbacks, okay? Let's talk about three good quarterbacks. One of them, I was just going to put two together. That's the rookies, Car Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott. And Trevor, Trevor Simmons, yeah, rookie. No, he had one snap last year, so I'm not going to put him in that category. But you got you to gotta commend these guys, man. You, you got to root for these guys. Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott is showing you how to be a leader as a rookie. They are, have more confidence right now than half of the quarterbacks in the NFL. You got to think, if you're the New York Jets, you've drafted Bryce Petty, Christian Hackenberg, Geno Smith, re-signed Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Dak Prescott went in the fourth round. If you're the Cleveland Browns, you trade away your first-round pick to the Philadelphia Eagles and other picks, okay? And the Eagles got their pick back in the, in the Sam Bradford deal, and you still don't have a quarterback. I mean, Jesus Christ, how, how can you miss on it? How can you miss on it? But those two guys have been playing phenomenal. Um, they, the Eagles got a bye week this week, and the Cowboys go to San Francisco to play the 49ers, which I think is going to be a good game. What I like about both of them, they command the huddle. The team want to play for them. Everybody wants to play for them. That's what I like about them. They come up and play for them. Okay. The other quarterback who, who's been playing, lights out. Lights out. Matt Ryan, the most maligned quarterback in the sports goons. People love him. People hate him. People want to get rid of him. But I tell you what, they keep doing what they're doing with this Freeman-Colbin situation, like I said in episode four. It's, it's going to be a lot of games they put up like, that, like they did against the Saints, no matter what the defense is. Yes, they have the hardest schedule. But that Carolina game doesn't seem too threatening now. Seattle, we don't know what Seattle's going to do because they offense stinks and they have injuries. Denver is going to be tough playing in mile high. But if Matt Ryan do not turn the ball over and keep playing how he's playing, they got a shot. Right now they're in first place of the NFC South. If you listen to episode, what was it, episode four or three, when I was blasting them, 
something has happened, something has clicked. And if you're a Falcons fan, you, you're pretty excited right now. They got to get their defense situated. But it's Maddie Ice. They did this without even Julio being a factor. Julio was hurt most of the game. Uh, they didn't even really look his way. They threw a couple of fade routes to him in the end zone. But he was using Sanu and Justin Hardy and Jacob Tammy. And just spreading the ball around, man. That's, how, that's what you want to see. That is exactly what you want to see with your quarterback. Okay? Last but not least, the last quarterback I, I will talk about is Trevor Simeon. Now, Ernest Jolly, a good friend of mine, he was telling me about Trevor Simeon. I called him Trevor Jabroni because I've never heard of this kid. Didn't hear about him in Northwestern. Didn't hear about him last year with the Broncos. But as the weeks go on, he's getting more and more confident. He looks better than Brock Osweiler and Peyton Manning combined last year. You go to Cincinnati, he threw four touchdowns over 300 yards. He has full command of that offense right now. And Elway, he does look like the smartest guy in the room right now. Because Brock Osweiler is stinking it up in Houston. My God, is he stinking it up. He's not worth uh, his own segment on this show because he's stinking it up. He's in the Cutler category. But kudos to John Elway on this fine. Yes, still got Pastor Lynch on the bench. So whenever Simeon decides he want to revert back to being Trevor Simeon, because I don't know who this person is, he's playing like they still have Pastor Lynch. They got time to develop him and bring him along because Pastor Lynch does have a stronger arm and he's more athletic. But Trevor Simeon, he's running this offense. And let the defense do their thing. And that's how they've been winning. That's how they, they have been winning. All right. Big games this weekend. Like I already mentioned the Falcons versus the Panthers. Um, Sunday night, the Chiefs versus the Steelers. Pittsburgh laid an extra Uber egg on, on Sunday afternoon in Philadelphia. I give Mike Tomlin hell. I say he's Mr. Kank coach. Well, he's been to a Super Bowl. Well, he's a leader of men. I don't care about the role. What does he do? What does he do? When you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, do they fear you like they used to do? They have gone to this finesse passing down the field team, and defense is secondary on this team. When they were winning in their heyday, okay, in the 2000s with, with Bill Cowher, defense first. Run the ball second, then the quarterback. Now is they can't if Big Ben don't go off for over 300 yards, they don't win. Big Ben cannot afford to have a bad game in Pittsburgh for them to win, for for them to win. If he has a bad game, they're gonna lose. Nobody's there to bail him out, and that's not good. Defense can't bail him out. Their secondary is horrendous, horrendous. Darren Sproles made a move on one of those jabronis at linebacker in the second and in the secondary. He he scored a 73-yard pass on a broken play. That should not ever happen. They've drafted Bus. Bud Dupree is a bus. Jarvis Jones is a bus. Timmons is old. James Harrison is old. Is old. Ryan Shazir, he's a stud, okay. But he's small on the smaller side and he's injury prone. So what do you got? Antonio Brown and Big Ben. Bell is suspended. He's supposed to be coming back. Martavis Bryant, he's suspended. What the hell is going on? If Big Ben is not throwing for three or 400 yards, they're not winning. And that, my friends, is can't coach. What do you do? Are you on the offensive side or are you on the defensive side? Are you implementing the game plan? Because on Sunday, 
This the Pittsburgh like one of the worst teams in the NFL. I know they're two on one. I know they're two on one, but they they've beaten the Redskins. They've beaten the Bengals. The Bengals don't look too hot. They, they, let me tell you, in the AFC North, that aura about them that's gone. They are no longer the, the the best division or the power or the black and blue division. They're a bunch of pansies up there. The Northern Kentucky Wildcats, I call them, which are the Cincinnati Bengals. They stink. Cleveland stinks. Pittsburgh, you'll know what you get. And the Baltimore Ravens win every week by a field goal. Give me a break. <sighs> Big week in college football. Clemson versus Louisville. I'm going to be glued to that. Miami, Georgia Tech, Georgia, Tennessee. Florida State versus North Carolina. LSU versus Auburn. <laughs> Post Les Miles. What are they going to do? Whoever they hire, they better hire, you better know a quarterback. You better bring a quarterback with them. Makes no sense. I've I've gone in on LSU before on this show, so I'm not going. I'm gonna spare you the going in moment again. All right. Well, that'll do it for this this week on Sports Goons Radio. I'll talk to you guys later. See you next time for episode six.